Tigers. I thought, so they are killers. I've heard lots Woo. of people say once a man's a killer, they just keep on killing and killing. They sort of develop a taste for blood. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Didn't kill one man uh. or kill ten. It's all the same. Energy. Now I gotta let this breathe a little bit. Uh. Yo, we here today. Squeaky clean, chilling in the middle of the dirt, eating snacks. Strawberry sandwiches. pouches. <laughs> My wallet's be crusty, ugly, stupid. What up, y'all? What's good? It's Chadio and Wu Tang. What up, y'all? It's Abstract Square episode 25. Hey, yo, what the actual fuck did you just do? What's up, man? What's up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? B here. B, what's up? My head rung, rung, rung. Yo, it's really chilly out. I'm going to say bung, that. Bung, bung, bung. Sorry, I'm done. Wu-Tang done? is like one of my favorite groups, man. So when I well, hear that well, shit. Well, who are you? You can't even say who you are? You that, yo. you that familiar with the group? Son, I fucking got my wallies on today. Come on, y'all better respect me out here. Shoot your wallies off the studio yo, table, please. stop disrespecting it. Yo, man, got on my 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 wallies today. I oh, really word. do got on my wallies today. You acting out way. now? Sweet Wally Clarks. You like fun employed, so you out here baby. having fun, huh? Yeah, I'm about to dye my wallies purple and green. Now you gotta, yo, fun story. When Halim used to wear the wallabies to high school, he used to put plastic bags on when he used to rain. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till you hear that. <laughs> yo, because that's some shit Halim would do. It's a fact. Yeah. Tie him up in the, in, in the Kifu bag. <laughs> Woo. The key food bag. <laughs> the key food bag. You know we for the hood. Yeah, but yo, uh, what are we talking about today? What are we talking, uh, we about, talking about? Tying up Wiley's and Sea Town bags we for <laughs> yeah. the bottom. What's what we talking Keep about? Keep that suede right. I'm, yo, when I lived in South <laughs> Jamaica Queens, I hated that key food, son. Yo. I hated that shit. When I needed something, that was the closest thing. That salmon was only twenty six ninety nine a pound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mad hormones. That was crazy. Hated walking through that mall, son. Yo, I still do, man. I'm from that <laughs> shit. Yo, be like, let's let's stay on let's stay on the right page. Be already want to know what we talking about. Oh yeah, be be want to jump right into things. You know, like, be always want to be structured and yeah, shit like that because he's a product manager, son. Yo, be you about to assimilate or nah? Nah, I'm not. Right here, I could be free, so I want to get into the business. I want to talk we, about so the shit. Yeah, be free. Yo, this is your opportunity to be free. What my you being want? free is letting my fucking clips off and letting y'all niggas know how I feel. Yo, oh, let, don't let all this ghost face mm-hmm. shit you talk about. I'm, Damn, I'm mad froggy it. right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm froggy. Yo, man. Nah, but that's the conversation today, man. I've been posing the question to my friends and family. To assimilate or not to assimilate, to be Malcolm or to be Martin, to be Will Smith or to be, what's the dude name, the comedian? Um, Cat Williams? Nah, the other clown. Cat came on Breakfast Club the other day. Mike Epps. Oh, Mike Epps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, before, before we really take a deep dive and unpack this shit, define assimilate in terms of the discussion we're about to have. Nah, you do it. <laughs> you told me, like, I'm going to be on my shit today, so you do it. Nah, like, I want you to to explain what you mean by assimilate. Um, making making everyone else around you comfortable, right? So make, being mm. sure that you are um, closer to what the status quo is than being yourself. I think, you know, the concept of duality. Um, it's corny, because... It might be, but... There's the idea that you have two personas, the in-work persona and the out-of-work persona. And breaking it down further when it comes to who we are as black men in America, um, that takes a different toll. 
and we got to make that choice. Either you assimilate or you don't. But to secure the bag, I think we all know that sometimes you got to do that and play that game. So I know I started the conversation with you folks about assimilating or not assimilating because I heard a conversation about to be Martin or to be Malcolm, right? Right. And obviously we all embrace Malcolm X and we, we think that he did a great job and we understand by any means necessary and all those good things. You read the book, you read the, you watch the movie and everything is all groovy. But but Martin got his point across. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has a holiday. So which way do you go? Do you, do you by any means necessary yourself or do you uh, play this political game and, and get to this bag, Will Smith style? <laughs> That's the conversation. Chad, don't ask me to have energy. And then when I got energy, you know I have no energy. <laughs> Over here playing sound. You know what I'm saying? And especially Such you, because you you just came out of a situation where, I mean, you had to play the game, but I think you also tried to not assimilate. Right? Where did the game come from, B? Wait. Who came up with this idea of the game? Wait. I, what do you mean try not to assimilate? I definitely assimilated. That's yeah, what got too. me in this fucking situation. Was it trying to assimilate? Are you gonna try not to now? Now that you done got a bigger got, bag, got my <laughs> got my red glasses on, got my Wally's so on. So maybe today. we gotta break down. Let me get some examples of how you tried to assimilate or you know change your your ways just to make sure. Listen to what I just said. I said today I got my red glasses on. I stopped wearing my red glasses because I was trying to be safe. Red no, glasses, yeah. though? Yeah, red glasses. I don't know if we can all... Like, I get it because I know you, but I'm not sure the listeners understand your red glasses are well, if you, a sign of not assimilating. Well, so... I, You're kind of like Seth Godin in the face. My <laughs> my client base, they were not creative. I right. came from a creative place where they understood that, you know, bright colors and being somewhat flashy and creative in terms of your aesthetic was part of... The job now. Right. Well, at when I transferred over to a client that was more A B, like, hey, just give me my information. I don't care about the colors and flavors. Just give me the fucking bullets. They 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 weren't they weren't interested in me. They were interested in the information, and it's it was less of a. But were they interested in your sneakers? I'm sorry. Did just did your sneakers separate I, you from everyone took that else? Away, I took that away too. I. I fucking wore Chuck Taylors every day after that. Chuck Taylors and no red glasses. I was as simple and clean and safe as possible. Why is that considered clean, though, right? Like, right. I always have a question about that word clean. I think clean is an aesthetic that is made up, right? Like, a lot of times, clean is, like, known as, like, vanilla, but, like... It's subjective. But vanilla's black, right? Like, it's not... <laughs> like, yeah. let's keep it 100% real, right? Like, it's not... But the word clean is, I think, um, I would say... White America's, I guess, idea of acceptable, right? Yeah. Like, I remember very vividly. Well, I don't, I don't want to just give it to them. Like, like, no, not at all. Because we've definitely assimilated and, and made that our clean also. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that the story that, Chad, maybe you break the story down to what happened in the bathroom at Verizon that one day. Hey, yo, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Why am I being targeted? Like, this Brian episode? was there with you. So like... <laughs> Spicy, yo, spicy. Yeah, B, tell me, tell me what happened in the bathroom. With I don't me. know. You, I wasn't there. About, like episode three, though. We did. I, I wasn't there. You got to tell me. Oh, man, were you allowed to wear blazers here? Or, it, it was denim? Uh, denim. Yeah, it was. It was, at a, wear that. it was at a point where you know Verizon was transitioning from being this really stuffy corporate button up khakis tucked in and all that you know corporate shit to being a little bit more relaxed. How do you tuck in khakis? In your socks? Definitely yeah, took your shirt yeah. in. That's just that's your pants in. 
oh, so we, we checking me? Fuck out of here. You all got day. your khakis tucked in right now. First of all, <laughs> I got on good Ralph's Benham's, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> Thomas got on his khakis and his spirits today. Yo, I ain't wear that shit in so Both long. You. Those are my real assimilating days. Oh, see? That's when I started No Socks, like 10 years ago. You started No Socks? Nah, that's when I started doing a No oh, Sock lifestyle. Because oh, I, I definitely taught you well. Um. <laughs> Cut your shit. <laughs> Shut up, yo. <laughs> Nah, but Shit. yeah, it was at a point where they were transitioning, and everyone just hadn't ca- hadn't caught on to you know the dress down code that was happening at Verizon, and what I thought was a senior leader because he was a much older gentleman tried to correct me while I was in the restroom about what I was wearing that day. So why didn't you Martin him, and why did you say, why don't you dress down my? I can't say that on the podcast, right? Not no, say, say it. Why don't you dress down my dick? Dude. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't your mother dress up? Yo, because that's I, what you would have said in the street. That's why yeah, would you say it to him? Yo, because at the time I had a four-year-old daughter who's now right. six, you know, and I'm damn near just married. You know, right. you just started feeling real Martin instead of Malcolm. Because Malcolm would have been like, excuse yeah. me, motherfucker, what you say? Yo, but I <laughs> used to be a Malcolm type of person. You still are. No, I'm not. When I first got in to uh like corporate, America. corporate America. I was mm-hmm. a Malcolm, you know, had my dreads, and I just was like, fuck this. It's my way or the highway, and I was not fucking going anywhere. You should get a creative color tattoo right between your two eyebrows. Why? So you can stop assimilating. <laughs> Why don't you do it? Because I am an nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we all we all got stories like that. that What's um, your story, yo? Yo, it goes back to like um, undergrad. So I was uh, I was running track, and I don't know if y'all knew me before sophomore year, freshman and sophomore year. I had dreads. Nah, only only B I know was the one that was in the fashion shows with the rainy suit on, with his chest out. See, yeah, <laughs> Omarion face. The the receipts are there. Omarion face. Cause I got the receipts. Yo, I still got the. We're not that? supposed to talk about that. That's not why we here today. Yo, the title of this DVD that I had was Runway to Milan. <laughs> Shout out to you too, Reem. So we'll see you there too, Reem. Right, Reem. A little history back in the day. You too, um, a love. This is actually <laughs> how some of us all met. Was that um, Clark Atlanta University used to put on nah, fashion nah, nah, shows? Start, start over. Jesse called that the illustrious. Oh, Clark Atlanta. The illustrious <laughs> Clark Atlanta University used to put on fashion shows and. Um, I don't know how I knew somebody that knew somebody, but I ended up walking in in the show, and that's kind of how I met this wonderful network of you know amazing people. That was my entry to Wakanda, way to Wakanda, and you know it changed my life forever. But um, this ain't even got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Go back to your dreads. I'm sorry. Back to that. I had dreads um, sophomore year, and um, I remember my track coach sent me down. As the year ended, because freshman year, my performance wasn't really where it was supposed to be. Shout out to Alfred Payton. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, long story short, <laughs> he insinuated that I needed to cut my dreads because oh, shit. it was slowing me down. And it, was, to it, it was, and it was a distraction. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, but in my young infancy, in my 18 years old, 19 years old, I didn't know any better, right? I couldn't. You cut your hair for the men? Yeah. I, I did too. Yeah. Word. Yeah. 
Same, I would have, I would, I would have too. Same story. Yeah, but I, I had graduated already. I'll, go ahead, B. Yeah, like, but I felt like shit after because, like, that's your strength. That's your, you know, like, and I didn't realize it until it was gone. You know, until right. until after the fact because I was so focused on being a good student athlete and you know performing and and putting all my energy into becoming the best athlete I could at that time. So right. I did it, and yeah. it's probably been a snowball effect ever since. Like. Once you do that, then I don't well, know. Cut your dick off. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say wow. that. But you know, instead <laughs> I mean, of growing a beard out, hood, right? instead of hood. growing a beard out, you might do a goatee, or instead right. of you know wearing true religions, you might true religion. you might go to the Gap. You know, instead of you know Shout out to LL cool wearing that white tee, you might <laughs> wear the button up. And dress code aside, I think we all go through these pieces, but. That's my story, Tommy. Where you at? What? Where do you feel like you kind of compromised your, your Man, self I've been a little compromising bit? Compromising so long, I can't even tell you when it started. Damn, I've been compromising since probably like sixth grade. But my my best friends are still from Far Rockaway and Queensbridge. But like, otherwise, I was singing in an opera when I was twelve years old. <laughs> oh my god! I've been doing this shit. I don't really know. I don't really know myself. But I is that is like that is old. that assimilation or is that? Culture and you it's know a little bit of culture. cultural diversity. It's a little bit of culture, but at, at the time that I tried to fit in, it it was no longer me just learning culture. It was just me trying to fit in to yeah. make sure that I could succeed. I think that's a big distinction. That's very different. You yeah. know, like your parents and school and education is completely different than trying to fit in. You know, and yeah. I mean, and fitting in is so important, especially when you're when you're when you're a youth, right? Like. Fitting in is the difference between getting good grades and not getting good grades. Feeling comfortable right. in your seat and not being in your seat. Shit, right? fitting in right. is important in, in a motherfucking job. Right. I mean, that's where I was going to go next, right? So right. it starts when you're when you're a child, right? Yeah. And it it goes it creeps into your adulthood, and you make these decisions for better or for worse. And I'm not really sure whether it is for better or for worse, right? Like, so let me ask you this question: Do you feel like would you rather? Let me start over. Would you rather define it as growth or assimilation? Assimilation. Because I think I think I'm maturing enough now to be upset with the fact that I assimilated to this level. Right. I feel like we all assimilate in different aspects of life, though, just because we 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 want to avoid, let's just say, the bullshit. Right. No. Define the bullshit. For example, I've never wanted to purchase a vehicle that would put me in a position to be racially profiled. Until. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I've no, I still don't own a vehicle that puts me in a position. So what vehicle could you possibly help me understand this? They're gonna profile who they're gonna profile. Yeah, but the vehicle. They're, yeah, yeah. I I was just having this conversation. I mean, the tents might do it. I've been pulled over a couple times for that. All right, so get out, hit the, one of the dogs. Here, here we, here we. Uh, so, for example, let's say Mercedes Benz on twenties that are chrome. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's the vehicle. I think that's the that's yeah the but accessories. It's, yeah. Okay, let's just say a Cadillac. Do you not see most of us in a Cadillac? No. No? Nah, I don't know the last time I saw a Cadillac at all. I don't even know the models of them shits. That's you. That is you. You so you're gonna tell me when you was living in this South Jamaica? This ain't the story of Frankie Lyman. Niggas don't we, drive Cadillacs. They anymore. definitely like drive. They definitely. Nah, down drive. south it's a big deal. To it's have, a, to yeah. Have a Cadillac. yeah. Yeah, and up here, what's the what's the what's the vehicle of choice up here? I don't know. Just pick one. There's multiple. Nah, it's a it's a BMW. It's a it's BMW. A coupe. BMW yeah. coupe. Yeah, the six series, right? Yep, yep. six or on twenties, right? I don't, windows, I don't right? think I don't think we live in New York City. I don't think nobody do rims no more. They definitely do rims. Oh, I don't know. 
you See, know. you've been in Jersey for a minute, so you're thank, a little thank lost. Thank God. I assimilated. <laughs> See? <laughs> but no, nah, back to my point is there are certain vehicles that make it much easier for us to be racially profiled. And I, I never wanted to put myself in a position where a cop says, oh, look at this young black man and a range of a matte purple Range Rover. But we ain't talking about 20s. the bullshit. Nah, I wanna, that's yeah, the I wanna, bullshit. I want to dig that into is... the bullshit a little bit because I think, I think that's a little bit false. Because depending on where I am, I don't want to be in nobody's vehicle. Like, right. I stop liking to drive with the same idea. If it's a nice vehicle, period, I, I feel uncomfortable driving. So you're going to go get that Honda? Relax. <laughs> but And there's nothing wrong with Hondas. But point but being, what, in my current vehicle, you? I'm not comfortable riding around in certain neighborhoods because I, I feel like I'm being profiled, right? Like, I feel like it looks like I got it by the wrong means as opposed to the... Right, but that is your... Because you're in that vehicle, you're opening yourself up to being racially profiled. That is the bullshit that, that I is just the mentioned. Bullshit. But what does that have to do with the assimilation? I'm, that's I'm, my point. Is I made a decision not to purchase certain vehicles so I could avoid that. But what if you like the vehicle? That's the whole issue here, right? Like, why should you have to make a, a decision based on anyone else's feeling about what you like? Because we could die. Plain and simple. There are other... No, I get the I get the reality of it. But <clears throat> my point is the bullshit is I shouldn't have to make this decision. Right, you right, shouldn't. right. But the 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 world we live in. Quali- don't say is... the world. Don't say the world because I I gotta get over that myself. Yeah, this country, the yeah. world we live in. Nah, they love us in certain places. They in certain places. Look, I I have to generalize for this statement. The okay. world we live in okay. puts us in a predicament where we could put ourselves in harm's way unfortunately based upon the vehicles that we are driving in a specific neighborhood that is the reality so i think that's true for everyone though like if it's you, if, not you are not gonna a, find bob in a land rover being racially profiled no matter what neighborhood he's in because if he's in our neighborhood it's he's about to buy real estate if he's in his neighborhood, he lives there. Me and my neighbor about to get jokes. So, I mean, I, I thought you was going somewhere else when you said the bullshit, right? Where where did you think I was going? I mean, when when you said the bullshit, I thought you were not going to like making that decision, but dealing with the backlash of not having to get a job or explaining yourself through, you know, whatever means it is, or Yo. getting declined for certain things or getting questioned on your performance. You know, like, no, but I, that's the that's the flip side to it as well. Because could you imagine? Right, pulling up to your job in a vehicle that costs more than someone's salary. Been there, done that, and I was called a monkey the same day. Snapple facts. See what I'm saying? It's an actual fact. I think mm. I discussed it on, on, on this podcast. Like, for that's real. crazy. Got fired two weeks later because I pulled up in that white, nice German vehicle, <laughs> and it was over like two weeks later. That's that snow cone. Mm. It's a fact. <laughs> Yo, that's 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 the other that's the other side to what the the reasons why I decide not to go down that road of buying these expensive vehicles. Like literally, I've had Volkswagen for the longest, and then I went to an Infinity and hated it. Had it for like less than a year, <laughs> and now I'm in a motherfucking Mini Cooper. Yeah, that's real. How many? How many? How many of us do you see in Mini Coopers? I told to I told to one of my friends, Rome. What's up, Rome? He questioned me the other day about when's the last time I went shopping. Rome, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing that outside. <laughs> and I told him like probably last week, but the idea really is I don't really look like the old shopper I used to be. 
because it it doesn't really fit the aesthetic of where I'm going every day. So I may not right. look like the old person I used to be and, and, and get all this cool stuff that Chad wears every day because when I'm going out in a professional environment, it's not accepted. So what I have on today is professionally not accepted? No, it's not. I mean, I'd wear it because I'm cool like you and shit like that, but <laughs> in general, it's not. <laughs> what is wrong with my outfit? It's not. How about this room, uh, Ryan? It's got, not clean. You got baby sweaters and um, what's that, shoes? You got patches on. Yeah, it's low. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I think it's clean. I think it's. I think it's, it's. My whole outfit today is clean. It's not. And it, it was an undershirt. I took the sweater off. I took the cardigan <laughs> off. <laughs> Whatever, man. I won't hear this shit from you. But nah, just again, the idea is assimilated, right? So like, does it fit? Probably not. Maybe it doesn't fit you because for you know, because I'm big and black. <laughs> yeah, you say it like no big deal. This is a fact. But yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I want to know. So what? What the other side is? You keep talking about this other side, right? I see polos, I see button downs, I see glasses. But what's that other side? Because I know I seen. Um, Jordan threes and and Clark Atlanta shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like shorts, chatio. I seen other things going on. Like I think we all got these two sides that yeah. I feel like are very important to break down because we still keep that that trill side. You know, it's never gonna die. But why do we like? What are those differences? And that what shit are we- dead, bro? No, it's not. You had on your Clark Atlanta shorts and Jordans for homecoming. That shit dead, bro. <laughs> It, it's, that it's, was two weeks ago. Nah, but the point is that shit is still not me a hundred percent. Like it's just a it's just a, a day out of three sixty five. That's dead. Think about that. One time, like, nah, come on, y'all don't. I don't you, ever get to like be on my shit. You had you had a similar outfit on when you was in Greece. I saw the Instagram. That's the point. Two day, two <laughs> times, two days out of three sixty five. You kind of. But how do you? Feel, but how do you feel about the fact that you only got two to ten days out of three hundred sixty-five to to live your fucking life? It's just vacations. It's all it is. Like I know that when I do go shopping, I go shopping based on the five days a week I'm at work, not the two days I'm off. Man, what can I do that matches both? And then you just start to get corny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's true. <laughs> I, I had a, a dude tell me one time years ago, like I don't wear polos; it's for cornballs. And I wear polos every fucking day. He said that to your face. He said it to my face. <laughs> 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 but the idea is that I I got a lot of polo shirts because it, I could wear them on my off time and my you know what I'm saying on my work time. It just makes financial sense. Okay, but it's assimilating because really I want to wear V-neck t-shirts and chains and shit like that. You want to wear your chain ass, man. You from Southside? I know you Here got you a go, chain man. somewhere. I, I'm exaggerating, but I may not because I don't remember who I am anymore. <laughs> Thomas definitely had on his uh, long tee in Air Force Ones in college. Yeah, all this college shit is corny, yo. B, what's up, man? I'm not talking to Chad no more. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about this workplace. Like, yo, we go to work every day and leave every day, and you gotta talk a certain way, sound a certain way. You gotta watch your tone on a daily basis. Like, that wears and tears on you. What are those, I mean, for me, I, I'm going to just talk about me and what, what I deal with. So I work in a company with a majority women. I would say probably 90%. Yeah. What is the um, demo? The demo is, I would say, uh, 90% white woman. Um, I would say another 7%, you know, women of color. And then... Maybe I fall within that one percent. <laughs> there is no other black man at your job. There's one other. Oh, two. There's two other. And are they black? <laughs> yeah. 
They are. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer that question. question. <laughs> it's a good question, but like, just to fucking devil's advocate your your fucking statement, we come in all shapes and, and sizes, right? Whether you're a cornball or not, you know. I think that yeah, he's black. He identifies as black, but are they black black. <laughs> I I can't say that everyone is. Okay. I can't say that everyone is. So, um, or maybe maybe he's just maybe he really is, but you just don't know it because he's just playing the game on another level. Maybe people don't consider me as black black, even though you look at my skin tone. They may be like, oh, look, listen to him. How, what? He's Wait. walking around with a with fucking tight jeans on. He's not black black. Or, or my example that I keep bringing up, Will Smith. <sighs> people don't think Will's black black, but Will's from. Philly. Right. And so I think it's also like why I don't really like your question, but I get you get what you're saying is that Will Smith shows that narrative like, okay, he's a black man in America, but our stereotypes that have been put on us, you don't have to play into that because we all, you know, kind of encompass these different things and we should be able to. <laughs> Maybe the opposite. I think you that mean? he's successful because he totally played that game from day one until like two weeks ago. Yo, you know what? He, he played a, the game. Do you remember when he uh, slapped the paparazzi? Yes, I do. He, I don't know if you recall, but he was like, yo, homie forgot. I'm from Philly. Right. He well, said, yo, I, I'm from Philly. Like, What don't, happened? Don't ever... was, did he ask him a question or something like that or try to touch to, him? He tried to kiss him. He tried to kiss On him. On the mouth. Okay. Yeah, and Will Shut slapped him. <laughs> Will slapped him, and in a later conversation, he was like, yo, don't forget. I'm from Philly. Like... Right. Letting you know, like, yo. Don't play. Don't. Yeah, I'm from Philly. And I think we all go through that point where we're at work and someone tries to say some slick shit. And it's like, yo, don't forget. I'm Chad Chad. The idea <laughs> of removing your upbringing from your identity is ridiculous. But we got to do Men, women do of day. color do it every it's, day. I just want to qualify that it's yeah, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But I don't think a lot of people walk around every day just being themselves, right? Not even thinking yeah. about it. But I think that's one layer of things that we don't even process anymore. We just do it because it's survival, right? So w when do we create an environment where we don't have to do that? Because I think it's very, very possible. Um, I don't I, I know. Think we're, I think we're trying it now. I feel I'm I'm a little conflicted now that now that I think about it because there are there have been situations where I've seen us. Sort of like not being. I know where our, you're going too. Like we we've not been in our our best light, you know, in a professional setting. Their best light. Yeah, that's we'll, up we'll for say our because we're all doing it together. Yeah, like Let's our just, best light. Yeah, like if the, 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 at, at the company, like yeah, yeah, you know, like if if you know we're we're all trying to have a, 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 a our best representation, and then there's someone that comes in and makes us look crazy. You know, if we take five steps forward and this motherfucker does something and makes us go ten steps back, it's like, what the fuck? But ten steps back in terms of what? Right. Like the situation we had talked about when um, Homegirl at the conference was talking about Shiggy and the one million followers. Yeah. So basically the story is I was at a conference and one of the, the panelists mentioned Shiggy being an overnight uh, success and when they opened up the floor for, for questions, this girl basically was like, I just want to let you know that Shiggy ain't no one night or overnight success. He's got two million followers, like mad. Just, she sounded like just wild. And 
he was like, all right, sorry. Another one, another girl gets up and she does the same shit. And it's like, what? The, they open the, the floor for questions, not fucking to make a, a comment based on something he said. Ask this man who took time out of his day a, a question about your his career or what you want to get out of this discussion. But, but you could argue that those two women were not assimilating. They were just being their, that's the, their complete they, selves. That's, I mean... That's the conflict, though, that, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's the conflict. That's, the, that's right. where I'm saying I'm, I'm a little conflicted right yeah. now because it's like, wait, but come on, let's let's show let's show that we have more value than talking about Shiggy and two million followers. Well, I think you could still talk about Shiggy and two million followers in in the correct way, where it doesn't come off as if you're just pretty ignorant. Like you don't have to say. By the way, he's not a one day success. He, well, if you guys have done the research, yada yada, and just have a, a, an appropriate conversation about it, right? As opposed to just like belts. And I think that's the key, right? Like we could do it, yeah. But it's got to be. Well, I even hate then, this too. That even feels corny. It's still filtered for their understanding. It's right? funny because sometimes I listen to myself on this podcast Crazy. and I hear my own voice and I'm like, "Fuck, I don't sound like that. I just sound like I usually sound at work." And I'm like, "I don't want to hear myself talk." Man. So, do you want to sound like you're from Southside, or do it's you not know? that? I just want to sound like. Is that a me. sound? Well, that's the deeper question. Is it's that like, a sound? It's a real thing, right? Yeah. Like, is that a sound? Right. My vernacular, my you know, my ingenuity is always going to be active. <laughs> bang from. bang! God. Shout you know out to Ghostface. <laughs> 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 but I, I do hear my tone sometimes, and be like, "Nah, that's not me." What, what the fuck? Who is that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like I said, survival and and also securing that bag, right? We're we're taught to get in there and excel and move up the ladders, right? Like you gotta assimilate or change the vernacular or don't don't tell nobody that you don't gotta do nothing. Like you definitely don't have to. No, you don't have to. You're right, but it has worked in the past. If that's the game you're playing, that's the game you're playing. Right, but you don't have to do that, right? You don't ever have to do that, but. You don't, I'm looking how at how far will it get you though? If you don't play the game. For It'll some get people, you real far. There's whole agencies out here that have decided not to assimilate because there's so much more power in our in our culture, right? right. So like, it's it's a game. You got to figure out where you fit in, and if you don't want to fit into the to the to the assimilation, then you just got to figure out where you. you fit. Like, yeah. And I think I think a lot of people, us in this room included, are coming to the realization that you don't have to assimilate anymore. Right. Whether you are aware of how much the levels are different. Right. But I think we're getting to this place where we are discovering who that true self is in the workplace and saying, fuck that. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. But it's difficult. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. It's definitely difficult. You don't have to assimilate when you when you own your own. Right. That's I feel like that's the only that's the only time. Well, that's why I wanted to go with this. Right. Like, when do we change that? The only time we change that is when, you know, the thing that we own the most. Right. Our, Our biggest export being our culture is when we turn that into revenue there's, there's no room for assimilation that's when you that's when your business model's fucked up right when you decide to assimilate and you're selling culture right nah I'm with you on that you heard Kanye oh. Oh. so yo is he for real canceled in terms of him assimilating to this Hollywood life or is is this Kanye guy yo B that's why he doesn't connect cause he's assimilated and he's selling culture that's exactly the reason man there's no uh, other yeah. reason why he doesn't connect. There's no other reason. It's not like he makes necessarily the worst points in the world. A lot of times he does. But when we can't relate and we're the one pushing you forward, 
It's quiet. Very. You think he connects with the people that he's trying to connect with? Not the world, but the teeny boppers in the Midwest. Nah, but the people that he's that he's speaking to, he's definitely connecting to them. Because the same way we connect in the workplace, he's connecting to those folks that he's speaking to directly that are not us. Mm. Otherwise, he wouldn't have a platform. <sighs> Trump want to hear him. Why? Because like, he's speaking Trump's language. I don't speak that shit. And Trump knows he has a following. It's a fact. And then you get things changing in the music industry. Was that a new thing that has passed? Um, how they start to like uh, uh, pass revenues back to to artists based on what's happening digitally? Kanye did that shit. Mm. Wow. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with us, though. Nah. Nope. Well. So, I mean, all right, now, understanding where you at, Where's this level of assimilation? Not that we are aware. We are aware every day we deal with it, right? But are those things going to change moving I, I, forward? I think it's changed for me personally, right? How? And I haven't been perfect at it. But I think that you got to understand your superpower. I mm. think that understanding where you come from, understanding your angles, everything about you that's true, and translating that in a way that it's understandable. Having effective communication, but still remembering who you are, is our superpower, we should always maintain that. We shouldn't, and I've done this when I was younger, I tried to transition into someone that I wasn't when it's very, very important to be who you are but make sure that it's something that some something that someone can digest and be communicated effectively, if that makes sense. Sounds like a challenge to me. That's just... It's difficult as hell. Very. I mean, that's when you're in your A game. Right. When you're being you but you're still digestible. So, Chad, I mean, moving into this new frontier, right? You just came out of a... Yeah, exactly. Say that one more time. That shit is... That's just... Just listening to you say that sounds exhausting. And say... And people don't get it, right? And that's the part that I think is frustrating for everybody is that this shit is mentally... is draining to be like that every day. Yeah. It's depressing to some folks. It's it's affecting mental health on a daily basis. It is. Yeah, that's a bigger issue, right? It's like, you, you know, from the time you wake up Monday through Friday... When you walk through those doors, it's like, hey, Thomas. Hey, or, Carol. Or how about this? So it's like, hey, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Still, nigga. Right. <laughs> right. Shit is right. real. Yeah. Because I've seen you in the office. Have you? Yeah. You definitely played a game. Oh, I try my best to. See? Have See? to afford my family, don't See? I? See? <laughs> <Yeah>. See, Thomas? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we know him as Tommy. They don't know him as Nobody Tommy. knows me as Tommy until you just said this shit live <laughs> on the fucking airwaves. But I mean, I think That's I... a real thing, though. Nah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone called you Tommy in the office, you would definitely have to check him. I do, though. So, oh, no. Oh, they've tried. I, I have a way of doing it, though. They've tried. I'm like, oh, my mom would kill me. Please call me Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> But you gotta have good. your way. You gotta That's you gotta have good. your game down packed, unfortunately, but it's real. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't I don't play that Chadwick shit. Is that your real name? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not though. <laughs> but they would just throw it on them. I'm about to clown your ass now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but you know, like I I understand why you play the game. And I it's time it's listen, I'm I'm not gonna tell anyone to not play the game because you gotta get your money, you gotta yeah. secure your bag. I don't want you to play the game because I know how painful it is. While I raise my children to play the game, I'm not sure yet. But you got to figure out what's best for you. Nah, you got to you, you gotta know the answer, though. I mean, I have the answer deep in my heart. The answer in my heart is like, no, we got to create a lane yeah. where they don't have to. I mean, yeah. even, or maybe live in an area where they don't have to is another thought. But 
nah, it, it's too draining. It's too draining. And we've done well enough in our career thus far where our children shouldn't have to deal with this type of shit. Right. I, I feel like progression is, is will, will come at some point. I, I just don't know if it'll be in our lifetime, though. I'm hopeful. So uh, how are you going to change your thought process going into this new this new gig? I'm going to start sagging again, yo. <laughs> yo pause. <laughs> <laughs> pause. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing, wearing Gucci belts and sagging oh, my jeans. And I mean, sunglasses. are you going to set the tone right away, you know, kind of being red glasses and and load out with whatever you feel like you're wearing on your feet? like, Or are you going to go into it knowing that, like, this potentially costed me my reputation at my previous job, and now I got to come with this... Slightly assimilated. Can I, can I start to answer that for you? Sure, because I'm, I'm curious how you're going to judge me. Go. Nah, it's about company culture. The company culture where he's coming from, it wasn't accepting of yeah. who he who he is. The new company culture, because this man is smart and has vetted the new the new company, he understands it's a lot better fit. It's a lot more creative for him, so he can be his natural self, be a lot more progressive, and secure the bag. Right or wrong? No, you're right. But I am gonna I am gonna play a little safe though. The first yeah. I would say three to four months. Yeah. You scared? Yeah. Keep it real. Nah, that's fair. Like you yeah, should. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, you we should all gotta be. go through that. It's a little PTSD. You yeah, should be. Absolutely. I'm not gonna sit here and, and play tough guy on that. Nah, absolutely. I'm gonna yeah. play it safe. I want to make sure um, I right my wrongs. Not because I I don't even want to say right your wrongs. That's not. It wasn't wrong for you to be yourself. Um, in a place that was not accepting. Well, not in that sense. There are some other things that I wish I would have done differently. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So Can we talk about that? I don't know if it's part of the assimilation conversation. Okay. Wait. Were those things you, right? Are they easy to detach from yourself, right? So, like, whatever those things may be, can you live your life without doing the same thing? Mm. Will it naturally occur again because you were just being you? No, I, I do think there's always room for improvement. Like as as a human being, right? You know, like you should never walk into another situation feeling like everything you did was perfect from the last one. Agreed. You'll never grow that way. Agreed. You know, so I think I will be approaching this new opportunity differently and probably come in with a much toned down aesthetic. So here's the question, right? In a different I'll pose it in a different way. We all know people that don't know how to control their faces, right? Right. <laughs> Where they will be upset, frustrated, whatever negative feeling they have, and it'll be written all over their face, right? Right. And they often say, I can't change that. Right. It's just me. I'm one of those people that wear their emotions on their face. Right. You will know when I don't fuck with you. Is that something that can be improved upon? Yeah, I think that is something that I am uh, training myself on through meditation. Mm. Because it's it's the the emotion on my face is derived from passion, so I need to learn how to control mm. that. That's deep. I like that. That's a good, that's a really good realization. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I need to figure out how I can manage that in those settings. When someone says some wild shit, it's like I need to find I need to find that place mentally that allows me not to say, "Yo, get the fuck out of my face." That's, <laughs> that, that's false. You just said two different things. You just said something was based on fa- passion. And then you said something that a place that you need to find mentally. So passion and mentally have nothing to do with each other. What right? do you think it's derived from? It's it's derived from from your emotions. What, what it's do, not what derived you, from your brain. It's it's all triggered. 
from your emotions, not from your brain. Mentally. No, no, no. From your emotions. It's your passion, right? If it's not your passion, then it's something different, which is the route from your brain. Right? So here, so this is my mantra. This is like why. Do you get what I'm saying, B? I, I kind of do, but I, I see where he's going. So like uh, subjective on where emotions come from, right? Because your emotions are built off of certain experiences that you have and memories and thoughts from your brain. Right. Yeah. So I I, so wait, I see so where he's coming. So don't don't look at me like that. I, <laughs> he's looking. See, at this is the part I'm learning. Right? Is because yeah. I'm looking at him like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Nah. So this is like, so this is me. I, all my friends and family that that know me know I'm big on Stephen Covey, eight, uh, Seven Habits Highly Effective People. Right? It says mm-hmm. there's a space between stimulus and response, and the, and the space is your your right to choose. Okay. So the right to choose is completely in your brain. Mm. Your emotions are what an animal will have where they don't have the right to choose whether or not to say yes or no. So the idea is once someone gives you a feeling that you disagree with, mm-hmm. it's your right to choose on how to react. If you don't have that right to choose, you're just doing something emotional, which is animalistic, not human. So I hear where you're going with that. I went there. <laughs> I already did it. <laughs> I hear where you're going with that. I, I hear... It's hard coming from like when you being a creative, it's hard to digest that, I'm sure. No, because as a as a creative, and I speak for a lot of creatives, when we hear things that we don't like, it's an emotional feeling for us, right? right? Because we have poured so much into the work that we've done. So anytime we hear something we don't like, we're all taken back by that. And it's part of learning how to uh accept uh criticism or feedback. So or, but or you, so you have to be you have to be in a space mentally to, to be able to to receive what you're getting and regurgitate it in a way that's not going to piss somebody off. Right, and that's all brain work. Isn't that Brian? What I said fucking earlier, like two minutes ago, before he went on. Yo, Stevie I don't Cuffy. like your fucking tone, yo. <laughs> I don't like your tone, yo. Because this, this is what he can't do. This is what he doesn't want to do. Nah, Separate the emotions from the from the, from the mental. No, work. because this is Thomas. He likes to go on these soliloquies. Don't soliloquy. <laughs> And he's, he wants to talk about all the books he's read. And it circles back to my point. He does this shit all the time. Nah, I didn't circle. Well, whatever. You did because you it. just went back to the brain, right? Right. Well, what I'm saying right. is if you if, right. you if you don't make a decision, it's not mental. It's a feeling, which is not mental. The decision is mental. Listen. Nah. You know, the, the good part <laughs> about it is there's a lot of listeners that heard it, and they will comment and yeah, tell us, gonna let us which know. way it goes. <laughs> But I mean, I, back to the question, man. What are you gonna do differently? Like, what's you toning it down? You being safe? You wearing black glasses and not red glasses? But your attitude and 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 checking that is is fine. It's great. But don't you feel like you're gonna be empty inside? Like something's missing? Like you can't really be yourself? Nah, I think that's that's so. There's a there's a separation, and I mentioned I was trying to get to that point earlier in the conversation. There's a separation between assimilation and, and growth and maturity. You know what I'm saying? I think part of my personality is to always ask questions. I felt like it was always healthy to ask questions. I think that's your superpower. But one I, of them. That is for 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 the person on the opposite end. I don't think that's something that they that they want to hear all the time. Yeah. So that's one of my superpowers, also. Is to be super inquisitive. However, when you ask a question, it's like your face goes along with the question. 
I'm yeah because I'm a I'm a very passionate person. <laughs> but, what are those? Like, <laughs> yeah, but the idea, <laughs> but the idea is to take your face out of it and just be inquisitive Same. and be and be more cerebral than anything else. Take the emotion out, right? Yeah, and that's the hard part. Yeah. That's that is the hardest part about yeah. me is taking the passion away from the things that I care the most about. Guess what? That's the hardest part about assimilation. I definitely think you had a great point. Like I really feel strongly about moving into the spaces that accept you for who you are or get closer to accepting you for who you are. Like Wakanda. That's the holy grail, right? But like yeah. until then, where we gotta go? Maybe it's a startup, maybe it's a, a no different problem. industry. It depends on what <laughs> kind of startup you're going yes, to. Yes, that's a fact. Maybe it's agency life, but I think also to the listeners, like Maybe if you're unhappy, like figure out where that place is that you will feel accepted. You know what's interesting? I feel like the the places that allow you to be you the most are, are some of the most chaotic and disruptive places to be. Damn, you just said that. I'm like, what are you talking? Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, isn't that wild? It is. They don't got time to look <laughs> at your ass. <laughs> nah, for real, for real. You know what? Because most people can't stomach that amount of chaos. And we've been living in disruption and chaos for so long that it's just, it don't it's even natural. hurt. My uncle once told me. Like, Euro step baby, wavy. Like, my uncle once told me, like, you, you can step over a dead man, but you should never be worried about, like, talking to the CEO. You didn't walk past criminals all your life. Right. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? Like, it's. Yeah. You know, I think about all the companies that have people that look like me and are themselves, and those are the places I don't want to go. Yeah, them they be fucking sucking. Like they'd be real bad. And they don't pay well. Yeah. So But that's pick. What you want, B. Nah, that the idea is not to pick. The idea is to create. Your own. Yeah, but right now you gotta pick. Yeah. So well, uh, you already know what choice I'm making because I gotta pay this motherfucking mortgage. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean Thomas. I'm already picking. Yeah. <laughs> already in there. All right. So, I mean. Nah, but don't make the, it like it's the end all be all. It's, like, it, it's the end all right now. Like, yeah, I mean, because the, the idea is, like I said last episode, is to have a job, a hustle, you know what I'm saying, and another business. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have all of that in order to be comfortable and, and not live life like it's just about to end the next day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah. We got to have a little bit more, a little bit more thought about what's going to happen tomorrow because this shit is not sustainable, to be real. Because at the end of the day, I don't want my child, my son, you know, prayfully that I have one, to go through this shit and have to go through these same concerns and thoughts that I have every night. Like, but if right? it's in a couple of years, 20 years at that, he might. That's the that's the issue that I think. Well, not if we're doing our job correctly. Right. You know what I'm saying? If we're doing our job collectively as as you know black men as, as as business partners and we shouldn't have to deal with that for our children at all yeah yo i was thinking back to um like when i've hung out with either one of you when you were with your coworkers and i've always felt weird about that i felt like i was going to get oh, a different shit. thomas or a different brian you definitely did for me did from you you too brian yeah it was it was dialed back like you and that's the thing we we talk about this but like it was weird. It has to. It's it, uncomfortable. It's, it has it's to be digestible, and vice versa. Like seeing you around certain coworkers, like I get it. We all gotta dial it back because. But I had to dial it back for you. Yeah, 
and vice versa. Like it's a re- it's a mutual respecting because we know. Yeah, like that's wild. That I was like, oh shit, I can't. It's a respect thing. Like it's also why we don't bring our friends around. <laughs> you think you would have been able to come up to the eleventh floor and and shake hands if I didn't trust that you knew how to act in in, oh, in so a space? That's why I never yeah. got an invite. You did. <laughs> you did. Come, yo. Yeah, yo, B, what's up, man? What's good? Yo, Thomas, I'll tell y'all when the next the next sale is. So, <laughs> but nah, I mean, yo, B, I ain't got no shea butter in this shit. <laughs> they did have shea moisture though. They, they, they canceled. They canceled though. <laughs> But I think that's something that's that's very telling, right? I mean, yeah, I would you wouldn't have Bob from off the block yeah. come up to the job. There's no Bob on my block, B. It's Raheem. There's <laughs> <laughs> Ray. Yo, you like Raekwon? Because yeah. there's a Raekwon on my block. But yeah. I, I mean, it, it's so important. Hey, what's up, Ray? <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? Um, when I was living in Atlanta, I dated a girl. I was uh, scared to bring around. My coworkers. What was she ordering in the in the restaurant? What would she order in the restaurant? Right? I need to understand this. What would she order in the restaurant? Sweet tea. <laughs> That's I nasty. Know. I can't remember. I yo, just knew she was embarrassing. Lance and Halene called me the other day about a girl I dated that was like, yo. You could never bring her outside to no coworkers, <laughs> no family. Her mother used to make nutcrackers in the bathtub. Oh my god! She bought me a counterfeit belt one day. Like it was just a whole nasty situation. But that's black, black, right? And nah, that's nappy, nappy. Wait. <laughs> yo, nappy, nappy. <laughs> All right, I'm just get the fuck yo, out of here, yo. Right. <laughs> Y'all been getting mad in trouble for this statement. Yeah. Yo, get out of here, yo. Yo, you sound crazy right now. Nah, nah but it's so funny as I. Think about our like, you trusted that you you trusted me that once I got around your coworkers, you knew that I would know how to act. And I don't think it's about knowing how to, how to act, act that right? Shit pisses me like off. I don't like, think it's knowing how to act, but it, it's more about a respect level, right? Knowing how to act versus ALB with yo with any at like that's disrespectful to to what's going on in my bag, right? Knowing how to act, I'm not expecting you to get in line. Like you came up there with your red glasses and your sneakers and. Whoever yeah, you were. Yeah, but I wasn't like, yo, be with them discounts at, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I knew to, you know, play my position. You, I'm at your place of work. I don't want, I don't want, you know, to, for once I walk out to be like, yo, Brian, that's your friend? <laughs> yo, you know, I could flip that on his head, right? I got a lot of friends in the music industry, and I don't feel comfortable going to any offices. Why? Because I'm used to going in someone else's office and assimilating. And when I go to this office, I don't have to, and it, it, I feel so weird, like so off. Yeah, like I don't even know how to how to be around another kind of professional. Like I, I just don't even know what that. I've never seen it. So Think the, about that. So the music industry is one place we don't have to assimilate. Nah, it's our it's our culture. It's hip hop. I'm talking about like my we don't friends own it. I mean, they managing it. <laughs> like at least that's their building for the most yeah. part. You know what I mean? Like and I, I definitely don't know how to, how to move around in there. I've always been curious about the music industry, though. Like, is I I mean I only only know so much, but is it is it as chaotic as it is? Like, because we we basically manage it. I don't even want to give an opinion because I just don't know. Like, I'm I, curious. I don't. I'm not expecting you to answer that question. Yeah. I'm just for those that are in the music industry, is it as chaotic as it appears? You know, like. I can't imagine anything being more chaotic than a startup company because of the nature of, like, there may not be money tomorrow kind of thing. 
So I don't think it's that chaotic because they generally have money. I think that's a, just a different degree of chaos. Right. I'm, I'm talking about the fuckery that put, could potentially go on at a music industry. Like, you, all you know is what you what you see from the exterior. Right. You know, you make these assumptions that it's if you're if you're able to see an artist standing on a table dancing to his song that he's trying to promote, then what That's else crazy. the fuck goes on in this building that you're allowing to happen? Shout out to Bobby yeah. Schmurter. I would I would like to. I, I don't actually. I don't want to know because that'll probably bring me into a different funk. Um. But it is an interesting idea to think about. Maybe we can ask. I got some friends that are coming up here. Tom has got mad music industry friends, yo. I do. Which one? When they come up here and decide <laughs> to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you always, always questioning somebody gangster, you know? <laughs> They'll be up here in a couple Surprised weeks. Surprised you didn't get punched in the mouth yet, yeah, yo. Yeah, you know like? I'm glad that I'm good with my words that I can, yo. like, leave out of your dumb shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here, yo! Pissed yo, off. I can't. I can't be inquisitive. I'm upset. Nah, can't be inquisitive. Because you know, I read this book by Stephen Covey. Now nah, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, because we're I, not gonna do I that. A, see, this is shit that that gets black people fucked up. He's getting mad at me because I read a book <laughs> and I can quote it, <laughs> and it made sense. It made no fucking sense. Yes, it did. No, it, it makes didn't. all the sense in it the world. Touch a stove is hot. You gonna move your hand? <laughs> exactly, yo. What? When you when you rewind what I told you before, that don't make sense now. Nah, that was nah. some that was some shit. Yo, you, yo. How do you detach emotion from your it's mental? opinion? Yo, it's that's opinion. how you hustle. Nah, fam. That's how you hustle. Nah, that's how I hustle. If something ever in, in you do it every day. God forbid, if something ever happened to your family and friends, and and. There was no control over that. What you going to laugh about it? No, you going to feel some type of way. That's not in your brain. You you can't you gotta you can't control you that. That's that 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 is that is your mental health. What the fuck do you mean? That is that not your mental health? You're gonna have a response that you can't control. That you that can't think about. That is an emotion about. that is triggered by a thought in your mind. All right, so let's go to sports, right? <sighs> The worst basketball players you, you know. Duppy freestyle. The worst basketball <laughs> Side players, on you, the worst, yo. The worst basketball players you know, right? Yeah. Jared Smith, John Starks. Like super emotional people, right? Yeah. Make these so-called decisions based on like how they feel. But then when you look at these really cerebral guys, right? The Jason Kidds of the world, Kobe Bryant's, Michael Jordan's. They make decisions and they separate all of the feelings. <laughs> you know, all your all those cerebral ones you just mentioned are winners. <laughs> have made some really bad decisions in their career. Outside of this, outside of the 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 ninety four feet, I'm, is, he's talking about on the court. I'm talking about when you're playing the they game. Have, they have affected them on the court. When you're playing the game, you have to be more thoughtful than you can be emotional. Right, but that that is. Each one of those players have gone somewhere mentally in order for them to get to that to that point. They, Kobe would tell you. Well, Jordan t- would tell right, you. Well, listen, it don't got to be sports, right? I'm just telling you straight up. In order for you, for you to be guy's effective, really detaching your mental health from your emotions. Not your mental health. That not sounds, your mental health. Not your mental health at all. I'm telling you, decisions are all mental. Decisions, decisions brain, should be right? all mental, right? Yeah. You're telling me is a little bit of my feelings go along with that. And I'm telling you that they should not. <laughs> Why you got to use the voice? <laughs> because, <laughs> cause, like, this is, like, real <laughs> shit. Like, you, 
listen, there's a you got to make decisions based on how you like think. And yeah, and isn't that what I was saying from the get go? No, you said how do you, you said it's a feeling. No, I think you misinterpreted what I was saying. All right, then I'm wrong now. Yeah, that's fine. All right, move on. Nah, fuck that. I ain't moving shit on yo. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, I delete that shit anyway. That way, that way, it don't sound crazy. Yo, we we got challenges. What's up? Nah, Chad, you go first. Yo, you ain't go first in like three weeks. Yo, I I went first last week. No, you did not. Yo. No, you didn't. I went first. So go first, Thomas. No, I went first like two weeks ago. B. Nah, you ain't gonna get me this week. Yo, my challenge. It's to separate your mental. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I wanted to go first. Because I knew his stupid ass was going that way. I already knew it. That's exactly why I said that. That's exactly why I said that. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all should have me figured out by now, man. No, we do. Yeah, see? Look at you, emotional. Yep, I'm simple, man. That's my challenge. I respect it, though. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Yeah. How about you, B? Yo, I mean, set him up because I ain't got my shit. It's all good. <laughs> Don't be afraid to not be safe. Don't be afraid to not be safe. Mad double negatives. Right. <laughs> I was like, the fuck. What? This is, when you assimilate, is you dumb <laughs> too, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you assimilating? Are you saying stupid shit? <laughs> Yo, Yo man. don't be safe out here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid to not be Yo, safe. Think about to, it. I had to say it super slow to pick it apart. Don't be afraid to not be safe. All I heard was poopity scoop. <laughs> 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 Fuck y'all. <laughs> Yo, my challenge, man, is to take some time to yourself, man. Like Chad said, meditate a little bit and separate yourself from the bullshit. All right. Yo, that's episode 25. Yo, I got I want to play some joints, man. What? Get the fuck out of here. Yo, Yo. shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Can hey, I yo, play this? this? No, this shit not gonna work on YouTube, yo. Turn this shit off, man. Why? Cause I'm not getting fined. <laughs> we gotta go to Spotify. <laughs> yo, it's yo. Abstract Square, y'all. Thank you for listening. All the listeners on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Deezer. Apple T or Apple Pod. Podcast, yeah, I'm gonna say Apple TV. What's the other one? Deezer. <laughs> What is that? Thomas putting us on mash. <laughs> we don't even know. Facts. Scale. <laughs> but we out. Holla. Holla.